This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey there, cat lovers. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Catherine Prim, and I'm a small animal veterinarian and crazy cat lover. So today is going to be a really fun episode because I have invited Arden Moore to come back and talk with us because I know how much fun she is and I know all the cool things that she has to share with us. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and do a mishmash of fun with Arden Moore. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. Hey, Arden. Pause up, Dr. Cat. Glad to be back. I'm excited to have you because you're just so much fun and you talk about so many cool things. Pressure's not on. Go. So I want to start with some books because you sent me some books and I want you to talk about the books and tell my listeners all about it because it's a cool journey and there's some cool information. Well, thank you. I have very strong typing fingers and uh, my latest two books that came out during COVID, so no book tour, they are called A Kid's Guide to Cats and A Kid's Guide to Dogs. And they star my canine pet safety dog, Kona, and pet safety cat, Casey. They actually have running sidebars where they talk to kids directly. But the kid book, since this is the cat show, I got to tell you, Dr. Cat, it's like going crazy. It came out during COVID. It's already in its fifth printing and in five languages. And humbly, it won the best of the best, the President's Award by the Cat Writers Association. So I guess I should have started writing to kids a long time ago. Absolutely. Well, of course, I told you I still have the copy you sent me. So I'm going to hold on to that, you know, right? It, I'm sure it might be worth a lot of money someday. Exactly. So Arden is a really cool guest for this particular show because she also has a podcast called Oh Behave, also on Pet Life Radio. So she is also a crazy cat person and a crazy dog person. Very respectful of cats because I like to say that dogs put the D in drool, the O in obey, the G in goofy, and the S in seconds, please. But cats are their unique species. They put the C in candid, the A in attitude, the T in tenacious, and the S in so what? And I always remind myself that this is not a little dog. 
Absolutely. Cats are not little dogs. So talking about shows, um, Obehave is, what did you say, the longest running? You correct me. Oh, yeah. I have to do it like all the peas to make our producer, Mark Winter, hear the popping. It is the longest running pet podcast on the planet. We first aired the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio in 2007. And Mark said we have about half a million listeners. So they're not all my relatives. Oh, I say all the time, my first two clients at Applebrook Animal Hospital were my mom and my dad. Yeah. So yeah, great. Congratulations. Thank you. We've won some awards, some podcast award finalists, and somebody named Oprah has named our show as one of her top pet podcast picks. There, I did some more peas. Pet podcast pick. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we, well, we started it when no one knew what a podcast was and with Skype and phones. And I'm just laughing because I think, I think every one of my pets must have secretly a podcast I don't know about, but everyone seems to have a podcast, but yours with nine lives with Dr. Cat and Dr. Cat gone to the dogs on Pet Life Radio and humbly ours. I think we kind of set the bar. I would like to think that. So um, Arden and I have kind of a history because Arden invited me to um, to do some stuff with her on a show about cat themed cocktails. You remember that, Arden? Yes, it was called Meowy Hour, and it was presented on a Facebook live show every Wednesday night presented by the CFA. That stands for Cat Fancier Association. And before you think it's a, a show for blue bloods, it was a show that celebrates all cats, not just the, the purebred breeds that the CFA recognizes, but they've become very active working with shelters and rescue groups. They even have a household cat division. So I kind of like it because I'm sort of like a mutt cat. And they asked me to host this when COVID started because nobody was going anywhere, not to cat shows, not to the movies, whatever. So I thought this show would air, you know, for about six, seven, eight months, every Wednesday night. And we had wonderful guests like you on. And uh, at the end, I'm a licensed bartender. So of course I had to create a kitty cocktail. Now you're a veterinarian, don't worry. We did not give alcohol to the kitties. These were for the two-leggers, the humans. And we would all raise a class and toast to all cats for making us better people. And I have to say, we have had that show going for two years every Wednesday night. And we just ended our celebration farewell episode on June 8th. But all of them, you just do Meowie Hour on YouTube, everyone, and you can check out even the Dr. Cat Prim episode. And you can check out the cocktails if that's Oh, yeah. I, I'm actually going to do a cocktail book. Did you know that? Yeah, you told me and I keep waiting for that. I know, but I've just, been a little busy. Yeah, well, I understand. <laughs> so, um, okay. So you told me, I know every now and then I'll get an email from you um, that you're writing something for Catster and you want to ask, can you just kind of tell my listeners some of the cool stuff you've covered lately? Yeah, I am a, a columnist for both Catster Magazine and Dogster Magazine. They used to be called Cat Fancy and Dog Fancy. And I do a nutrition column. I also do features. And I have you definitely on my radar because you know things and you are able to explain them in a very practical way. So I'm jazzed about people like you as an, a go-to expert because you don't pontificate. 
you talk, <laughs> you tell, you share. And that to me is the best kind of expert. So we've done articles about how to avoid mealtime mayhem for cats. And in my household, I have a ginger boy named Rusty who is a feline foodie. We get all the bowls ready in the laundry room next to the kitchen. I bring out one bowl, one bowl only. It is Rusty's because he goes, no, 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 no. He flies all over the place. He runs down the hallway. I place his bowl on a mat in the bathroom, keep the light on, shut the door. I do an exhale. Then I can bring out all the other bowls for our cats and our dogs, and everyone gets to eat in peace without feline foodie rusty. So thanks to people like you, I've been learning a lot about practical tips. Don't you think that's the most important? You know, there's a lot of theories and studies, and I know that's part of your bandwidth that you have to be as a veterinarian, but I think people really crave practical information and solutions. I agree. And that's what I try to provide with this show. You know, we do a little bit of talking about DIY and how to decorate your house. And you're right. I'm still a veterinarian and I don't ever want to minimize that relationship. No, no. That's so important. That's why Aretha and I give you respect. <laughs> I won't <laughs> sing. I promise I won't sing. If I sang like Aretha, woo, that'd be awesome. You'd have a different kind of show, wouldn't you? Yeah, we did a whole thing on cats of tomorrow and, you know, what's going to be like in terms of food and training. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but it seems like it's a good time to be a cat nowadays. There are adventure cats. There are cats that are learning to do tricks. I'm one of our newest hosts in the Pet Life Radio Network, of course, is Trish Seifred. She is cat boss of Cat Boss TV. And she's got these cats like jumping in her hands and, and, and walking backwards and all this. And she's working their noodle. And I think it is a good time to be a cat these days. So while we're on the topic of kind of celebrity cats and shows and things, tell me a little bit about the cat appearances on, wasn't it dog TV? I know. Isn't that whack? Um, we have a good friend in the pet world. Her name is Becky LaBeach, and she's the general manager of Dog TV. She's been a guest on my show. Dog TV is a whole designated channel for dogs, but they also have information and videos and all that for us people. But they've worked with veterinarians and other experts to figure out the way the color should appear on the screen and the perspective of what the dogs are seeing. And it's sort of a calming tool, if you will, for pets that are home alone while the parents are out to work. Anyway, I've done some projects with her in the past involving dogs. And she calls me up. I'm not kidding. About six weeks ago and says, hey, this is a new thing. I said, what's up? She said, we actually want to dedicate and celebrate cats on dog TV. What do you think of that, Dr. Cat? I think it's perfect. And she said, look, we have realized that our audience, probably a third of them or more, also have cats in their homes. So Arden, here's your mission. Can you create a bunch of uh, 90 second videos that we can run? And it's kicked off the week of June 4th to 11th, which is Believe it or not, Cat Awareness, Cat Appreciation Day. I don't know. I can't keep up with all the, the cat dates. So every day I'm running on my Facebook page, Arden Moore, one of the videos, but they're all on dog TV. And I got to tell you, Dr. Cat, picture me all five foot one and a half with my business manager, Aaron, and I have two dogs. I have three cats and we borrowed my sister's two dogs, very sweet dogs. 
and uh, Aaron's dog. So I am wrangling in front of a video crew, eight pets in my kitchen, in our patio. We don't call it a patio. We call it a patio. In my backyard office, Ard's Den, and in the yard, because the kitties are in one of those pop-up tents. And we did, we shot them all in one day. That's impressive, but I bet it was fun. Oh, it was a blast because my cat, my ginger boy, the other one, Casey, pet safety cat, Casey is like a yapper. So I can ask him a question and he answers. So it was pretty fun, but we did a whole segment about the truth of cats and dogs. And he picture inside this patio with dogs and cats, cats are on the cat tree, dogs are roaming around. We're talking about what the play bow means to a dog when they do that. But cats are like, uh, sorry, dog, I don't know what you're saying. Why is your butt up in the air? And then we talked about how the tail could be a soft wag side to side for a dog, but you're the vet. You know what happens. If a cat's doing a side to side tail motion, what does that actually mean? It can mean some sort of not great things. Thrashing tail in a cat is very different than a tail wag. Although I have clients tell me all the time, look, she's wagging her tail. <laughs> You're like, step away from the cat. He's lashing. So it was a lot of fun. I do want to give good information. Obviously, I'm a goofball. But I also want people to have a good relationship with their dogs and their cats. And I call ours at our home. We I got married about five years ago and we merged. And so we call it the furry Brady Bunch, dogs and cats. And I'm happy to say they all get along. And that's really saying something. Well, I want to take a quick break and then I want to come back and talk with you a little bit more about all the things that you do. And one of those is some first aid stuff. So I want to come back and talk with Arden about first aid. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (laughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. Arden, you are a master of so many things. I don't know how you keep all the balls in the air, but one of those is pet first aid. So talk about the information that you have and how my listeners might be able to find out more about that and what you do. Well, that is actually the area that I am very, very passionate about. And I am a master certified pet first aid and CPR instructor. My company is called Pet First Aid for You with the number four and the letter U. And in addition, I am the director of education for Pro Pet Hero. Pro Pet Hero is part of Pro Trainings. And we are internationally training people to become certified as instructors in pet first aid. And Dr. Kat, my program is 16 hours. 
So people are spending two days with me via Zoom, live, interactive, and we now have instructors teaching classes from all over the planet. And all of our curriculum has been approved by a stellar group of veterinary advisors. We're always updating it. But if I can get people to think about taking a pet first aid class in person or live in Zoom, I think that's one of the best ways to show your pet how much you love them. Because to me, the true definition of pet first aid is we're that life-saving bridge between the uh-oh and safely getting the pet to the veterinary clinic. Absolutely. So how many people would be in a typical class? One million. No, just <laughs> kidding. Um, I like to keep them smaller because I want everyone to have opportunities. We do a lot of hands-on demos. Typically, anywhere from like six to 10 people is a good size. The basic class is four and a half hours. But for all you cat fans out there, about two years ago, I added another class, which is strictly for cats. It's three hours. It is a cat first aid CPR class. And they can go to petfirstaidforyou.com and check it all out. But that class is growing in popularity because some folks feel like, well, I'm taking a pet first aid class, but I don't hear a lot about cats. So we cover things like you are very familiar with, with the fear-free pet movement. We talk about what could cause fear, anxiety, and stress in cats. And we do towel wrapping. We show the right way to carry a carrier with a kitty inside with the towel wrapped so that you don't rock the boat and make them more agitated. And we really dive into the feline world. And I got to tell you, it's been a real popular class. I'm very excited about that. I'm so glad that you do that. I think cats get the short end of the stick yeah, sometimes. I agree. And and people say, do you like cats or dogs better? I'm like, don't ever make me choose. I think they bring things to me that make me a better person. And even after 20 years as an investigative reporter, what I was years ago for something called newspapers, I still like people too. So that's me. Newspapers? What? Yeah, remember them? <laughs> Well, um, so Arden, I want all the listeners to, to think about that they can read a book, listen to a podcast, watch a show on dog TV, and drink a cat cocktail, all with Arden Moore. And then they can sign up for her pet first aid classes because she's, she's that kind of woman. I guess my last name helps more. I don't know how you feel, but I love being a newspaper reporter. But I knew that all I was doing was writing about the lives of others, which is good, fine. But I wanted to be more active in my life. And so I did get into the world of, you know, cat and dog behavior and health. And when I got that opportunity to plunge into the world of uh, pet first aid, I really feel like I can make a difference. I've actually done CPR on four animals and I have revived two of them, which is a higher percentage than I think it's about 20 or 30% guesstimated by veterinarians. But if I can help you help your pet and just know what to do and do it automatically, I think uh, I can go to heaven happy. Absolutely. So, you know, this just occurred to me because I see all these videos while I'm looking for content. Do you think that social media and having access to so much more has really helped the pet first aid cause? Everybody has different needs and different things they must do in their lives. So if you can give them a variety of ways to know how to help their pet in a pet first aid situation, I say the better. They can read a book. They can see an online article. They can take a self-paced class. 
They can go in person to a class. They can take an online interactive Zoom class like I do. I teach in person, I teach through Zoom, and I do sometimes work with veterinary clinics. I work with first responders, folks that are paramedics and canine police officers. So I do also customize my classes for pet sitters and boarding staff. So I'm trying to do whatever I can. If I could clone myself, I would. But I think being now able to teach people every month, a group of people to become instructors and carry it on, I think that's been uh, the best thing I can do. I do too. I think it's really important that when we're looking on the screen for things to learn, we're sure that it's good information. And I know that your information is good. I work really hard to make sure my information is good. So that is why I wanted to have you as a guest today. Well, I really appreciate it, Dr. Kat. And yes, I have 12 veterinary advisors for my pet first aid program, and I always run things by them. And I have to tell you, I say there is no law written that you have to make pet first aid boring or scary. So do you want to hear what I rhyme when it's coming to teach them how to do chest compressions and CPR? Absolutely. Okay, so we have Kona, my dog. I'm belly to Kona's back for safety. I tell people the hand that does the pump is closest to the rump and the palm is the pump because you need the hand that's kind of closer to the pet's head to be able to bring down in case there's a startle arousal or awake and you could be a member of the Van Gogh family if you're not careful. So we teach these fun rhymes and have people talking out loud while they're doing it. And it just, when uh-oh happens, I'm hoping that that kicks in. I love it. Well, you know what? This um, this show went by really fast and I knew it would because it's so fun to have you, but we're just about out of time. Thank you so much, Arden. Well, I appreciate any time and thank you for all you do for cats and dogs in Tennessee. Well, in Tennessee and everywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you guys don't forget to check Arden out on Obehave and look for her books as well that are winning so many awards. So thank you to Arden, of course. Thank you to our amazing producer, Mark Winter, and to my loyal listeners who are fabulous. I want you all to go out and have a perfect day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.